When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Lincoln Chamber of Commerce this week announced that Jason Ball will be coming to Lincoln to serve as the next president of the business organization. Jason also assumes the role of president of the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development in January. Jason coming in to continue the business momentum created by Wendy Birdsall, who's, who concludes her career with the chamber on December 31st after 16 years as president. Jason, good morning. Good morning, Dale. Thank you for having me. Listeners need to know that Jason is no stranger to Lincoln. He attended Nebraska Wesleyan and the University of Nebraska, was director of business development at the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development from early 2008 to the end of 2012, when he left to become head of the chamber in Hutchinson, Kansas. Later was president and CEO of the Sioux Falls Area Chamber of Commerce in South Dakota, and for the past couple of years has led the chamber in Round Rock, Texas, a fast-growing suburb of Austin. So welcome back to Lincoln, too, Jason. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled about it. Sometimes it's best uh, to leave the long shadow of home and learn what else is out there. I did that with radio. For you, from 2012, when you left Lincoln to your return in 2022, how have you grown as a chamber leader? Oh, boy. So when I left Lincoln, I was very much a program guy. I was responsible for executing uh, several initiatives of the chamber at that time and, and loved that work. Um, but I fell in love with the, the more totality of everything that chambers do. And as I've moved into strategic leadership and management of these organizations, what I've really had to learn is to focus on people much more than activities. I'd say that's probably been the, the biggest area of growth for me. I know it's a, a large area of growth for, for business owners as well that move into to strategic level leadership is to make sure you're fostering good, healthy teams that support each other. Uh, that believe in what each other are doing, that uh, feel comfortable giving feedback, even if it's difficult feedback, but doing so in a productive way. Um, so I spend a lot of time focusing on supporting my team and, and creating an environment where they can be successful and we can celebrate the achievements that they bring to the table. More hands-on or less hands-on for you? It depends. Uh, I think different team members need uh, different types of uh, um bandwidth and attention. Um, that's a call that I always make as I come in and do my initial assessment and just, you know, kind of figure out what it is that they need. Um, you know, I got to say, just in case any of the Lincoln Chamber team are, are listening right now, you know, um, I have great respect uh, for the group that's there. Um, I have had the great pleasure of working with just about half of that team that's there right now. Um, 10 years ago or more, whether they were with the Lincoln Chamber at that time as colleagues of mine or perhaps working with a different organization or a different uh, political office uh, and, and have since moved into the chamber. And so I'm very familiar with this group. I'm very familiar with the directors and vice presidents that are, that are there now. Um, and they're just going to be a fantastic group uh, to be able to come back and, and work with this uh, team of people that I'm already so uh, familiar with. Uh, you know, we'll be able to 
I think, spin up on some strategic initiatives uh, much more quickly uh, than otherwise would be if I, I, I didn't have a relationship with any of them at this point. I worked at four other radio stations before I came to KFOR in 1985, and I, I brought a little bit of each stop with me. When I came here for you, Hutchinson, Kansas, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, now Round Rock, Texas. What will you bring to Lincoln from each of those stops? Boy, so, um, you know, coming out of Round Rock, Texas, and and again, for folks that don't know, is the north adjacent suburb to Austin. And so we generally call it down here, the the central Texas area. Um, It's one of the fastest growing areas. Areas in the entire nation, probably in the entire world right now, Tesla, Samsung, Apple, all within the past uh, two or three years have made uh, huge investment announcements here. And Round Rock's claim to fame is um, it is the corporate headquarters for Dell Technologies and has been since the early 90s. And so it's an area that has just seen explosive growth. Um, you know, the, the, the item that I have really... Um, incorporated into my set of activities and and views here that I will be taking back to Nebraska with me uh, is actually getting uh, getting a larger focus sooner than later on land acquisition, land uh, marketing ability, uh, working with landowners that want to do uh, development and doing so in an organized way, and then partnering with your uh, uh, city leadership on how we can redevelop for a higher and better use existing uh, developed properties. Um, that is our number one issue and challenge in Round Rock right now. And uh, Round Rock is going to find its way through that. We've been a catalyst in helping make some good things happen with respect to that. But it's a city that's, that's built out, whereas uh, Taylor and other surrounding areas, for example, they have a lot of land uh, left to develop. Um, and so Lincoln's different, obviously. It's not surrounded by the, the huge metro area that immediately abuts it. Um, and I kid with people here in Lincoln, I can remember if you drive far enough in one direction, you're going to run into a cornfield uh, that perhaps that landowner would, would like to see developed here soon. Um, but I want to be proactive about that. I think that'll be part of my uh, initial evaluation. I don't mean to imply that that is not happening. Perhaps it is. I need to get educated about it. Pinnacle Bank Arena hadn't been completed when you left in 2012, Jason. Finished in August of 2013. So much business mushroomed out of that. West Haymarket. Now we're seeing success move south. Residential living thrives downtown. New hotel space, too. How much of what's been going on downtown have you been able to keep up on while advancing your chamber careers in other markets? You know, uh, so I'm very cognizant that a lot has changed in about 10 years since I have have been gone. And I'm very respectful of that. But, um, Dale, at the same time, I got to share, you know, I kept all my social media uh, accounts that uh, had connections to Lincoln. I uh, maintained several friendships and people that, you know, for example, office in the Haymarket every day. Um, and just by osmosis through through those methods, just kept in touch. Uh, even the the spin up of Pinnacle Bank Arena, uh, you know, the announcement of Huddle and Olson Associates downtown, like like all of that 
continued to be really interesting to me, uh, even to the extent of trying to keep up as much as I could on Nebraska and, and Lincoln politics, just because I'm in the, the chamber industry. Um, and so the, the community's always felt like home. The two times now that I've had the opportunity to come back and see what's happened, uh, you know, in that area, it was just so exciting. Uh, and I'm so, so pleased for the community that it has turned out in the positive way that it has. But, you know, but at the same time, it's uh, the question that my leadership is very forward in asking me is, you know, okay, Jason, we, you know, we have these things covered, what comes next? And so I've been having a lot of dialogue with folks about, you know, what are the new areas that we need to make sure we're pushing on, whether that be, you know, uh, different infrastructure uh, developments that the city needs or, uh, you know, new areas for expansion, uh, uh, new industries to focus on. Um, so we're, we're very forward thinking about that. Uh, while at the same time wanting to celebrate the, you know, the, the amazing two-decade run that, that Lincoln has already had. COVID changed everything, Jason. How has it changed the world of the Chamber of Commerce? Yeah, so we have a lot more virtual meetings now, mm-hmm. uh, which, which is, is a challenge for chambers inherently. Chambers are places where people come to convene in order to solve community problems uh, that that are better addressed collectively because we can accomplish more. And in an environment where that just inherently becomes more difficult to get points across um, or at the height of it, when people just did not feel comfortable being in the same room for perfectly understandable health reasons, you know, that work became simultaneously much more difficult and I think all the more important. And so uh, the rise of remote work uh, presents both some challenges uniquely for the chamber and I think some opportunities for Midwestern states uh, when it comes to economic development. Um, you know, and on, on top of that, when you when you talk about uh, uh, marketing for economic development, you know, our, our team here has been back on the road trying to get in front of companies and recruit them to Central Texas here for uh, several months now. but. Companies are still skittish about bringing in guests into their sites and facilities for tours. Uh, Site consulting agencies have been reticent to get back to the normal swing of things, and they want to connect over virtual tools like this, to which we say, great, uh, that allows us to expand our reach very, very quickly. But at the same time, it it makes connections and uh, I'll call them candid dialogues in those settings uh, a lot more difficult to achieve. Um, you can learn a lot about a person by having a cup of coffee with them and sitting in their office. Um, so those are two big challenges that, that we've got to address. But at the same time, um, it's a little bit like crying over spilled milk. This is the world we're in now. Uh, chambers and business agencies uh, have adjusted and we'll move on. And, and uh, I'm sure the Lincoln Chamber has done this. Uh, our shop has done this. And we're just going to continue doubling down on it to, to grow the economy in Lincoln. Finally, Jason, just a few minutes left. Those ma and pa places. Uh, it's easy to go for the big fish and try to bring in the big haul. But those ma and pa places, one day they're there. And at the end of the week, they're not there. That has to be yeah. a chamber issue, too. Absolutely. Dale, you know, I'm glad you, you bring that up because I, I want to remind the community that, that my start in economic development actually began uh, when I was, uh, for a couple of years, the director of the Nebraska Business Development Center, which is an extension of the Small Business Administration, uh, right there in Lincoln. 
um, the, the Lincoln Chamber recruited me in to work with small business. Um, small businesses, entrepreneurs are, are still a great passion of mine. I have great respect for people that will um, take the risk, put out their shingle, say, I'm open for business, come eat my food, drink my coffee, uh, buy my products. I'm going to give you great personalized service. Um, it's so important to the heartbeat of what makes communities truly unique. Um, and, and again, I've got a lot of learning to do. So I know that the chamber has continued to work on entrepreneurship efforts uh, since I have been gone. Um, but I'll be having a lot of conversations with business owners and community leaders about, you know, what does that small business community need? Because there is no doubt that coronavirus and the shutdown uh, landed disproportionately hard on them compared to larger organizations that that had some wiggle room in their budget. Always good to welcome someone back to Lincoln who has been here. So, Jason, we're looking forward to you starting your putting your fingerprint on the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce starting in 2022. Dale, I'm thrilled to get back. I can't wait to see you in person. And thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today. Jason Ball heading up the chamber and also the partnership for economic development here in Lincoln starting in January. My guest on Lincoln Live.